Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Find Your Spark podcast. It's Stephanie here. And Brooke. I feel like we haven't done a podcast together in so long. So long. I am so excited about this one, especially because we are launching this new series where we are going to be talking about our values. And I've been just really looking forward to digging into our values because I think it'll really help our audience just, you know, get a better sense of what we're about. And that's the whole point of the Find Your Spark podcast, I guess. Yeah. And you were saying that and I was like, not our personal values, but our organization, but also I feel like probably our personal values as well. Some of them at least, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be some overlap. So to kick us off here in February, the month of Valentine's Day, we are going to be tying in our value of love wins. Now, Brooke has told me that this is her favorite of our values. Is that right, Brooke? It is. Um, it, it, yeah, it's one of those that when my, long, long, long ago, when we were um, 10 years ago, we were creating these values with a branding um, person that we hired. She actually is still in the Tampa Bay area, but she was the vice president of marketing for Pepsi. And I cannot remember how we met her, but it was just very serendipitous kind of coincidental meeting. And she, uh, she said she would help us with our branding, um, for a very, very, very discounted price, as you can imagine. Um, VP of marketing for Pepsi. <laughs> not not and, we normally contract here at our little nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it was, it was in 2014. And she, one of the things that she said we were going to do was talk about our values. And this love wins one was one that I knew had to be on the list no matter what, even before we sat down at the table. So yeah, definitely one of, I don't know if values is favorite, but one that's closest to my heart. Mm -hmm. Cool. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about that process, about how <laughs> the the values came to be? And then we can dive into why love wins is so close to, to both of our hearts. Sure. So one of the reasons, well, I mean, I think that every company, right, has values that it holds itself to, right? No matter um, if they are the type of values that we're going to talk about, or if they are, you know, values of uh, integrity in their products or, you know, um, efficiency. I know that one of our partners, one of their big values is efficiency, Um so every company has values. So when we were doing a rebranding, that's where we started. So um, just around the table, we really we really took the time to look at what it what it is our company Spark is all about. And back then we were the Cypress Initiative, so we weren't even the Spark Initiative yet. <laughs> but what, what what are we all about? And really, at the end of the day, if you peel everything back, what do you, 
if you can stand on these certain values, you know, you're headed in the right direction. Mm. And so the list, I think there are eight, maybe 10, are they eight or 10? I think eight, yeah. Yeah. Um, At the end of the day, it's one of those things that if there's ever a question what we're doing, right? A question on the direction we're going, a question in, uh, or a decision that has to be made, it's it's like a starting point, right? It's like the compass. Okay, what what decision are we going to make? All right, well, we're going to start with these eight things, and then we're going to look outward from there. Yeah, I love that, the compass. And I think love winning is the perfect compass because for me, you know, I know this, the phrase like love win has been used for love wins has been used for, I don't know, like social issues or um, other things. But for me, it's really getting back to this whole like way of being, right? Like when you are coming from that place of love, which you know, if that's that's too touchy feely for our audience, that's okay. You can think of it as uh, if you're coming from a place of, you know, clarity, like um, inspiration, good ideas, your spark. In other words, like if you're coming from that place, which we are we're gonna call love, then, as my son said last week, you will win life, right? Yeah, like that's the. For me, it's a like an orientation, like a way of looking out at the world. When you look through like the lenses of love, well, everything is just so much easier, right? Like you know the answers to problems. Problems don't even really seem like problems anymore. You know, you have um, like conversations that are, you know, would have been difficult had you not been uh, coming from a place of love, but they're just so much easier. So you end up winning the, con- you know, winning the conversation or a win-win conversation or anything where- Even if you disagree, right? Like it's a oh. win-win conversation, even if, even when you're disagreeing, right? Right. Like you could, you know, so-called lose and lose an argument But if you're in a place of love, you're still winning because you see it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really matter that much. You won't, you won't take it personally. Right. Yeah. So does that seem right to you? Like, it's kind of like a, an orientation or what's your, what's your take on? uh, Yeah, I really like that take. It's not how I would have described it, but it's not in disagreement with how I would describe it. I think it's an absence of all the other stuff, right? It's our, it's our default when we're not in our head about the way the shoulds of the world when we're not shooting all over ourselves and and everyone else it's it's like (laughs) we're not shooting all over ourselves I love that I never heard that before (laughs) when we're not doing that it's it's our default it's where we are right it is our spark our spark is a place of love and and I think it is um it can be looked at like especially because it's Valentine's Day like we're not talking about the, the like the romantic love that people associate with Valentine's Day. We could be, but we're talking about just this place of um I, I guess 
this place of, uh, I want to say acceptance, but it's not acceptance. It's, it's, it's just like, I, I like the word clarity that you use, this place of clarity where you can see clearly your side and the other person's side and be, a, and be okay, like, agree to disagree in a place of acceptance, right? Mm -hmm. Where you don't have to try to change someone else's mind. It reminds me of what our good friend and colleague, uh, Michael Neal says, which is you're either in your head or you're in love. Yeah. Yeah. Like those exactly. are the two states you're in your head or you're in love. And another reason love wins is because as you said, it's the default one. It's the one that will happen when we're not doing stuff with our head, right? So being in your head requires effort, focus for you to, you know, give it your give your attention to those thoughts. So you're efforting, right? When you stop efforting, that goes away. You fall in love, you fall out of your head. And so when we do nothing, love does win, right? Because it's like the more permanent thing that's there. Whereas whatever's going on in our head is by nature uh, impermanent. Let the impermanent pass. And what's left is that which is permanent, which is love. Love wins again every time because it's the permanent thing. I even think like, and because it's Valentine's Day, like in relationships, right? Um, I always use personal examples, but my husband and I had a had a thing this weekend and I was in my head about what he was doing, how he was behaving, um, why, what he should be doing and shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and I walked in my closet. I was so frustrated. And I just, you know, like when you go down that tunnel, like the, the tunnel of thought, like, oh, and then you just see all the things like, yes, justification of why he should be doing certain things, what he should be doing, why, why he shouldn't be doing it. And it, at a certain point, something in my head goes, wow, like you're really, you're really going to dig into this, right? Like you're really going to make yourself, he's fine. He's in the other room, has no idea that anything's going on. <laughs> and I'm like, you're really going to pull yourself in this hole and walk out of this closet like a crazy person. <laughs> he's going to not know what's coming. <laughs> and the moment, like I saw that, like you said, it was like that default came back. I was like, okay, the reality is he loves me and I love him. Hmm. And so then the, like, you know, sometimes we could say the problem doesn't exist. Well, the problem still exists to me. Like there's still some things we can do to connect better, right? Like there are, there are things that we can do on the daily that would lead us to more connection versus some habits we're in where we're just kind of, you know, sitting in front of a TV and not talking to each other, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. But it didn't look like a problem that just looked like a, an yeah. easy fix. And it didn't look like he was doing it to me. It looked like we just were kind of in, in a, you know, stuck in a rut of habits that we could easily fix if we talk about it. And that's totally different coming from that place of love versus like you said, like the, the, just the cycle of 
what we can get into in our head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. When you're in that, in the place of love, so solutions appear or problems don't seem like problems. They just seem like, oh, that's a conversation I'm going to have. It's it totally shifts. And that's totally different, right? Than me, yeah. like in the closet, literally, if you could have seen me, I'm crying. I'm like, oh my God, the world is ending. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. I caught on to myself, right? Like I'm not coming from a place of love. I'm coming from a place of, of um, uh, like opposition or offense. Like he somehow offended me or like, or insecurity, or you can be coming from a million different places or love. And it's really that simple. Yes, that's it. And then anytime you uh, don't feel at ease, oh, well, there's your indication that you're not coming from a place of love. So easy. Yeah. yeah. And you see this with like couples splitting up too, right? Like the ones that are coming from a place of love are very amicable and um, those who are not, things get really complicated. You mm -hmm. see this in the world when people come from a place of love. Like um, I think Dr. Martin Luther King, right? He, he was... A, worldly example of someone who came from a place of love but made a lot of impactful change in the world oh my gosh yeah his book um the strength to love so powerful i know i've said this before but if anyone listening has not read it yet do yourself a favor go get it it's amazing and imagine i mean that just the perspective of coming from that place of love that he was able to so beautifully articulate. I mean, he changed a whole society. He just like ta really tapped into the power of love and knowing that if you could be in that place, you can, I mean, look, look what he did, you know, civil rights movement that happened because he found a way to come from a place of love when he really had no reason to. Right. Like right. If, if anybody had a reason to be angry about what him, his family and African-Americans had and still continue to go through, like that's, it's so counterintuitive for him to be able to come from a place of love and yet he, yet he did. Yeah. that's kind of helpful to think of you know sometimes when we're when we're in our head and not in love like when you're in your closet yeah <laughs> I mean if MLK did it I think I think I can manage right now <laughs> yeah it, but it really is like you you see big changes in in the world and um positive positive changes in our world versus big changes that we're not so positive like where where did they stem from a place of insecurity a place of fear a place of hate or a place of love mm -hmm. you can just see it in our history you can see it in just decisions that you make personally on a daily level 
And a lot of times, like conversations I've had when we're training teachers or clients that, that when we talk about this thing, where I've got a little pushback is that, well, how do you, you know, like you can't be complacent in certain things. And I think that is a, is a misconception of love, like love's so powerful. It's the, it's the least complacent thing in the world. Exactly. Like it looks, it can look weak, but yet it's the strong, it's the strongest thing that there is. And that's why love wins. Every single time. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys. It's good to good to be on here with you, Stephanie. Yeah, thanks, Brooke. Love this. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Insta, LinkedIn. And we even have a new YouTube channel now that we're uh, building up. Yeah, it's very new. Be one of our first subscribers. Yeah. And if you know anything about YouTube, tell us what to do because we are just learning. Noobs, <laughs> as my son would say. We're noobs. <laughs> We're noobs. And it's okay to be noobs. <laughs> so, oh, totally. Yes. Um, and if there's anything else that you would like us to talk about, or also we'd love to hear your thoughts on our value, Love Wins. Do you believe Love Wins? Let us know. Thanks, guys. It takes a heart.